There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer team anytime so the next time you have a question about your credit card call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Week one in the NFL, in the books. This one's got her merch on in case you guys haven't picked up your Calm Down uh, mug or sweatshirt, calmdownpod.com. You can get all the merchandise there. And Aaron is fired up. This one is hot off the road. Um, Start from the beginning. How was it? You were in Green Bay and then you were in Jacksonville. Go. Well... Only two cups of coffee so far today. Could we get a caffeine sponsorship? I think we'll need need it during 18 weeks of football. Hey, Mm -hmm. Um, it was fucking awesome. I was so excited to be back. How are you about it? Oh, I'm good, but my life was easy. I just drove down the 10 West and headed to Pico Boulevard. You're the one who had 17 things to do in three days. And obviously you were in Jacksonville, originally supposed to be in New Orleans, but because of the hurricane, Hurricane Ida, Thoughts and prayers to everyone that was impacted by that. Your game was displaced and moved to yeah. Jacksonville. It was so much fun for me to watch. You, I always pretend like, I mean, it's like I forget you're on TV. And then when you come on TV and Terry was talking, I was like, shut up, Aaron's on. She's doing her report. <laughs> I get like, yeah. a, like a little kid, like I'm all excited for you. But your interview with Aaron Rodgers was awesome. Colin Coward, who used to be on the show with us. I'm so bummed mm-hmm. to this year, but he needs a day off. He texted me and he was like, Make sure I showed you, I screen grabbed the text, but he said, make sure to send EA love and a good get on Aaron Rodgers. Not the game Aaron Rodgers wanted, but a great interview by you. And it's, uh, was an awesome way to start the season. So tell us all the things. Yeah. So headed out to Green Bay on Wednesday to get our sit down with Aaron Rodgers. You know this story all too well. So we head out and we get there. We land about 1 a.m. This is on Thursday morning. We get Aaron Rodgers after practice at about 2.45 on a Thursday. You get a panic text around 8 a.m. We land, we're in a car service, headed to the hotel in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's myself, it's Jillian Gregory, guest and friend of the show, makeup artist, and Joel Santos, guest and, oh, not a guest, but a friend of the show. We'll have to get him on one time. He'll be great. He's our producer that does our sit downs. And all of a sudden, you know, when you're just going somewhere or you're thinking about something and it just hits you of a massive mistake that was made or something you don't have. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I land at 1 a.m. I'm in the car service by 1.30 and I scream, pull over. They pulled over and I said, I don't have my outfit for my sit down with Aaron Rodgers. What? Not to be bougie and Kim Kardashian, but we did take a jet there because I was tied up all day on Wednesday doing something else. So we needed to get there quickly. And um, you'd think when you have a jet, you'd make sure you'd take an extra second to see if you have your outfit. Because when, listen, when you're in Green Bay, there aren't many options. Aaron's not bougie at all. This is how. No. This is how dedicated Aaron is to getting to Green Bay to do an interview with the reigning MVP as she goes out of pocket to make sure that she and she won't say it. So I'm saying it for her. She finishes her responsibilities in L.A., writes that check so she can put herself on a plane to do an interview. Not everyone would do that. And I will exclude names, but no one would do that but you. So anyways, <laughs> 
It's a big get. And I'm grateful he did the interview and it was a big deal. And listen, and, and and not even being bougie in terms of what I wear, but look, it's Aaron Rodgers week one. As everybody remembers, the off season was filled with these headlines. So you and I, I were a- watching in Montana as he was doing yeah. his press conference and we were like, holy shit, he's saying all this stuff. So of course, yeah. that's the number one person that everybody wants to talk to. You get him to sit down and do an interview. You walk to Green Bay if you have to. Okay, go ahead. I will. I'll walk to Green Bay. So, and I had done a couple days before a fitting, like, what am I going to wear? What would look good on camera? How are we doing? One thirty, it hits me. My garment bag did not make it on the flight. So as tired as I was and wanted to get a good night's sleep, it all went away because I had massive anxiety and chest pains about what time, what stores, where can we go? Can I find something that fits? This is horrible. I'm like trying to meditate in bed to chill out. I can't do it. My poor stylist, Alyssa Green, is sitting up all night, like trying to look for stores. I text you. I'm like, I haven't slept. I'm having chest pains. I'm going to try on outfits right now. At the mall. All's well that ends well. We end up going to a store at 10 a.m., 15 minutes away from Lambeau, this sweet lady, I think it's called Ajore. It's on my, I freaking follow them. If you ever need an outfit in a pinch in Green Bay, Jillian went with me. We walk in like a bat out of hell. It wasn't like, I got a dress, a cocktail one. It was like, it wasn't even, it kind of was. I have all this money and nobody will help me. Mine was like, I have all this money and I have the Green Bay Packer. And I did, I walked in. Holy shit, this poor woman doesn't know what hit her. I walked in, I looked at her Instagram, I looked at it online, I was like, hi, I have an interview with Aaron Rodgers in about five hours and I have nothing to wear. I have these high heels, but that's it. What do you have for me? And she's like, sit down, let me pull some options. And it was great. It was great. You know what I was thinking it was going to be like, though, Carissa, when I walked in? The part when Cameron Diaz and Christina Applegate go shopping for the wedding after they were soaking wet and they were like, a movie montage? (laughs) Sweetest thing, if you guys haven't seen it, they go into this vintage store and they're like trying on all these different outfits and as they're getting ready to go to that wedding. What was the town? It doesn't matter. But I can only imagine this woman who hasn't even like opened up her cash cash register for the day to start the day because who's at the door? Do you remember that Mervyn's commercial? I don't think Mervyn's is even a thing anymore. And it was like for Black Friday and it would have the woman against the window and she'd say, open, 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 open. (laughs) Like she couldn't wait to get into the store. That was you. But you were sending me pictures. They had the cutest stuff. So crisis averted. You looked awesome. The interview was unbelievable. We were watching, it was, it aired during our show and then the full interview aired the next hour. And so Spoon and I were sitting there watching it in the green room. And he looked over at me at one point and he goes, holy shit, like he's just going there. And I'm like, yeah, because she's going there. Like he would start to answer a question and you're like, come on. Like, and you obviously have a great relationship with him and he's going to give you answers that he's not going to give to anyone else. But just, you know, even asking that question of like, were you really going to retire? Because come on, like, you know, you just finished this MVP year and and all the shit in the offseason. But it was a great interview and you had to feel very good about how that turned out, given how it started. Thanks. Yeah, Aaron, Tom, there's a couple of them out there that you know are going to push back at you. I'm not saying that they all don't do that, but I'm lucky enough that I'm friends. I've worked with a lot of those guys. They're very good to me, but they also, they want their message out there, right? And Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to be careful. When I sit down with Aaron, I look at every question. I dissect it. I try to think of like me being him. One question we had written, Joel and I had talked about was with so many unknowns for next year, where is your head at with this likely being your last year here? And I was like, no, Joel, there's, it's an unknown. You don't know if it's going to be his last year here. It's an unknown. We don't know. And Joel's like, well, you just asked a question to ask a question. Like, ask a question. Because I start dissecting it like a beautiful mm-hmm. mind. Because, like, Aaron, Tom, they all, you know, they just, they, you well, just want to be on point for them. Yeah, and they're methodical. I mean, they're they're no yeah. stranger to how they, nope. because everything, every answer they give is dissected. And what does that actually mm-hmm. mean? But it was really refreshing to hear him be so honest, even when, you know, when we were in Montana in his press conference there, and then to follow up with the questions that you had, it was great. Clearly that wasn't the way that he wanted to start the season with a big loss to the Saints. But as he mentioned in his post-game press conference, it's week one, you know, and yeah. I was waiting for him to pull Sorry, the relax card. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I did, you know, as an icebreaker with him, I was just kind of like, you know, I was going to throw out a couple of jokes. And then he's like, so how's the trip to Green Bay? And I was like, well, now that you mention it, I had to wake up early this morning. I had chest pains and I had to buy this in Green Bay. And he's like, you bought this in Green Bay? And I was like, I bought this in Green Bay. (laughs) So what was the interview really like talking about your outfit? Um, Wait, so then you fly from there to... You came back home for a second and then you went to Jacksonville, yep. right? Um, went to Jacksonville. How, how was it being in this? Because it was so enjoyable to watch games with fans in the was stand. It? Oh my God. Yeah. Because first of all, like, you know, watching the game, you're there and you, I mean, it's obviously it was so quiet for you, but it was the same feeling last year when there wasn't fans or, you know, a couple thousand people. So just hearing like the roars of the crowd and like all of that kind of stuff. Yes. I said roars of the crowd. It was just a different, it was a different experience watching it with fans. And I forgot how much I missed that. So I can only imagine you feeling the same being there. Yeah, it was neat. You know, last year, neat. I said that too. Neat. We were very far from any action. We weren't allowed really inside. Well, we weren't allowed down in the field. And what, you're going to love this. I haven't even talked to you today. So you don't I know, know on purpose. So we're down on the field and right, okay, when you go inside the tunnel, there's a door off to the right that was like a stats room or something somebody used. So they made that as a green room for myself and Tom Rinaldi and Jillian's in there and it's a place to cool off and drinks and her to touch up our makeup and us to do so our nice. nights. And Usually so that's nice. in the bathroom of the groundskeepers mm-hmm. uh, area. Don't worry. I was using that all day too because I was trying to hydrate so much. So I was peeing a lot. Normally I don't pee during games, but when it's a thousand degrees on the field, I was trying to hydrate. And yeah, you're, you're sharing a bathroom with the groundskeepers, the officials, all the things. My favorite is, and this happened yesterday, literally I have to pee so bad because I'm pumping electrolytes in me, but I'm waiting for Matt LaFleur to come out. And the last thing you want to do, and take this as you want to, be caught with your pants down. I don't want to be in the middle of going to the bathroom and Matt, I miss him, right? The defense has been on the field the whole first half. They're playing, as he called, inefficient. The offense isn't going. I mean, I don't want to be using the potty and I miss Matt LaFleur. Let's go down to Aaron Andrews and see what Matt LaFleur had to say. Well, Well, I don't know what he had to say. So... I'm trying to go to the bathroom and I'm not going to say who it's not anybody that anyone would know, but it's maybe mm, I'm going to keep it quiet is in the bathroom taking a really long time. I knock on the door again. He opens up. He goes, oh, sorry, I'm just fixing my hair. I'm like, are you on camera? He's Ew. a behind the scenes person. God, I wish I could say who it was and a guy. And I wanted to be like, Ew. get your ass out of here. I'm waiting for Matt LaFleur and I got to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. Did I ever tell you the time that the official I was, it was in Detroit. I was. I was always in Detroit, um, being in the groundskeeper bathroom and didn't lock the door because I was in such a hurry. I wasn't paying attention. And official opens the door, literally caught with my pants down. And I was like, offsides, holding (laughs) 10-yard penalty. (laughs) We we don't want to replay it at all, sir. Close the door. (laughs) Go into the tent. Well, you literally got under the hood. Whoa. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so, so that's glamorous. Oh, yeah. So we're down on the we're down in the field in our green room. Sorry, I went into another story about going potty. But we're in the green room and we're waiting. And this is before like pregame warmups. It's when the buses are starting to roll up and I'm doing my um, my notes and everything. And the music is just bumping. Like, mm-hmm. it's just good. Yeah. And I was like, damn, are they playing that outside? And I actually went outside to get something. And I was like, there's no music out here. What is this? So I went back into the green room and it is just, we're like, okay, okay. I don't think Tom Rinaldi was doing that, but Jillian, (laughs) myself, V, we were all doing that. Um, I realized we're next door to the Packers locker room and this is their playlist. Okay. I got to tell you, I put my phone up to the wall and was shazamming, shazamming. if that's still a thing, every <laughs> single song. Because it was like, God, this is a, okay. Oh, you know what? And it just got me excited. I was like, I miss this so much. Like, I miss being near the guys. I miss hearing their music. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. I even FaceTimed Jarrett because he, you know, was like, how's it going? And I FaceTimed him. I had the biggest smile. And he's like, what? And I go, we're right next door to the Packers locker room. We can hear their entire playlist. And I was like, here, yeah. listen. And I put it up there and he goes, I can't hear anything. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll call you later. But it was so good. Just things like that you miss, you know? Of course. Are you kidding me? Remember the Bulls intro when they, I mean, the greatest music of all time was when those guys yeah. were coming out. That reminds me though, ask whoever, because there's always a guy, I remember talking to Cam Jordan about this. There's always the guy that's 
in charge of the music. And it's like a I big know. deal to be in charge of the music because it's hard to satisfy everyone's needs. I may have to send word to Devontae or Aaron Jones on that and be like, who's in charge of this list? Because it, it was some great jams. Share on Spotify. Um, okay, so that was fun. Wait, what else was I going to ask you? Because I deliberately didn't call you this morning because I wanted, which we would normally download, but I was like, let's save it for the podcast. The heat. Um, the heat. Oh, okay, yeah. And wait, why did Jillian Instagram that she only had five seconds to get you ready? Well, that was because I was doing the intro to the Aaron Rodgers piece and I was on Troy's plane and we got in later than I had anticipated. So I ran in yet again, like a bat out of hell and had like 30 minutes. And I was like, hey, can you do this? And she was like, the lash gods are on our side. We got your lashes done. But more importantly, I mean, listen, I'm from Florida. I went to school in Florida. I used to walk to class when it was 100 degrees. But my God, it was it could have been a lot hotter. I mean, I remember doing LSU games and, you know, my makeup just melting off my face, but she was warm out there. And it was just one of those that going in, I'm a sweater. Like I, I'm oh just a sweater. I have Botox underneath my arms because I was told, like I would sweat through every silk shirt and yeah. I was, and it sucked because it's not like a smell sweat, but it's just, was it perspiration, I guess? Yeah. Whatever. And I'm like, fuck, like ruining clothes over it. So I need to do yeah. that again, actually. Because that is helpful. But yeah, I am a sweater too. See, I've always been afraid to put Botox in my armpits because I just worry it will mess up my pH balance in terms of like the smell. But nothing would have helped me yesterday. It was like once you started, you couldn't stop. I literally wrapped a gator. I stole a Gatorade towel from the Packers. I put it over my shoulder because I was dabbing inside on my chest. And then not going to lie, like bra. stomach sweat. And the bra sweat, sweat. It's no. all an issue. And I was like, this is going to be a real scene. But it didn't come to that, thank goodness. But it was just like, you you smelled gamey. And it was like, there's a couple times, you know, I'm lucky enough to be literally right there by the players. And you're like, woof, gosh, guys. And then you realize it's you. And you're like, Whoa. oh, hey, hello. Yeah. Jillian um, uh, Instagrammed with Calm Down on it her deodorant, because I will say this, I thought I had packed it. I thought I packed it. It turns out I did, but I was in such a rush. I didn't see it in my backpack. So I just said, oh my God, I, I need deodorant. Like I need more. And she goes, here, try this Donna Karen stuff. I promise you. And I was like, is this like really expensive, bougie deodorant? And it's really going to cut the stink. It was good. It was good. But just the fact she goes, I don't care if we share deodorant. We're friends. And Okay, let's, let's get into that. Do you have a problem? Okay. Yeah. I don't have a problem with sharing deodorant. I don't have a problem either. I am going to buy her a new one because I know it's not like your, you know, typical. Secret. Yeah, I, I know it's an expensive deodorant and it was on my sweaty pits. So I am going to purchase I'm her okay a new one. I'm okay with that. As long as it's, really? it's, it takes, I mean, if it's you or someone that I'm really close with, I don't have a problem sharing deodorant because... I don't know. It just feels like it's cutting the the smell and it's like, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. I will never share a toothbrush with anyone. Like, no. never. Not a husband. Nothing. No. no. Okay, I'm sorry. here's one. Bar of soap. Dingy. I won't do it. I don't even like a no. bar of soap. Ew, give me a body wash. I'll do a bar of soap if I have to, but that's right. a one-time usage. Well, I don't even like to reuse my own bar of soap in the shower, oh. like in a hotel. No, I don't like Got it. Got it. Uh-uh, I'm not okay. interested. Okay. I'd rather take the shampoo bottle on the on the washcloth and create yep. my own body wash situation. Yeah. I don't want to see the sediment that settles on the soap bar. And no, I'm not interested. Yeah. Mm -mm. And yeah, I, yeah. The big thing with guests, like if they're... With deodorant, you're okay, huh? I'm okay with that. But like, this is why you're also a great host because in Montana, like you had a fresh bar of but soap. But I had the bar soap and I felt bad. I didn't have body no. wash and I'm getting upset about it right now. First of all, I was just I complimenting forgot. you. I was just complimenting you that you had a new bar of soap in there. I in know, the but box. I'm sweating. What are you, you're so stupid. Mind you, says the girl who gave me like a bedroom that has 17,000 thread count sheets, wallpaper on the wall, every pillow. I mean, this guest room was like, is at the four seasons and she's worried Shut about up. a bar of soap in a box. But um, she she went so far in these guest rooms, you guys. This is amazing. The You know, the rolled floor mat towel you get at the four seasons outside the shower. She had that, not even a bath mat, an actual bath towel. That's when you know you're fancy. Well, I've also stayed in a ton of hotels. I know how I like it, but I fucked it was up good. on the body wash. Nope. Damn it. Nope. 
No, no. How because- do you remind me? You're missing the point. B- really nice hotels have bars of soaps in the box. Anywho, um, are we having to... T- Ryan, is that our producer telling us that we need to take a break 15 minutes in? Everyone- I wanted... Wait, let's talk really fast about the rest of the Green Bay game. And then after the break, I want to hear about your day in the studio. Both show. Thoughts on Green Bay, New Orleans. My thoughts is that I lost a lot of money, but that's fine. I made out really. Yeah, I did. Because what I did is that I did a teaser bet, meaning like I had Kansas City and um, the Packers to win. So you, I thank God Kansas City won and pulled that game out. I was not interested in what was happening there. Um, Anyways, but yeah, so I lost money on that. But I actually did pretty good. Buffalo is the only other team that screwed me in their loss to the Steelers. But Mm -hmm. here's how I look at it. And going back to what you said about Sean Payton, he's a great coach. This is a team that... This is a team that has, and I loved your guys' stories throughout the game, um, talking about how when they were, you know, decided to go to Texas and like the organization doing it in a first class way, yeah. bringing families. They and brought pets, pets by the way. They brought what gets pets. Me. So stop it. So anyone that didn't hear or watch the game, um, because of Hurricane Ida, New Orleans, the the team moves to Texas. They're practicing at TCU. They're living there, but the uh, organization brought all of their families, including their animals. Like that is Mickey Loomis. Too. What an angel. Yeah. Right. Um. So anyway, so yeah, so they, you know, and they're always gonna get up to play emotionally for things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that worried about it. A lot was made of, you know, Aaron Rodgers not playing in the off season. I'm not worried about the talent on that side of the ball. It's just a matter of, you know, getting, getting some reps under the belt. So I, I, I'm a, not a big overreactor in week one on that kind of stuff. Even yeah, I overreact about everything, but um, <laughs> I, w- I don't think this is an overreaction. I think Dennis Allen and Sean Payton are, freaking awesome coaches. I mean, I I don't think they get enough praise. I'm not sure why Dennis Allen doesn't get more looks as head coach. I love him. Uh, Cam Jordan, just Alvin Kamara. Okay. Mm -hmm. This guy, I mean, his body just bends in 15 different ways, Gumby. I'm also going to say this too, and I've been the first to be critical of him, but, um, Jameis. Yeah. And he looks so cute in his post game with his little suit on and like all professional, but I'm a big, like wear a suit in a post game press conference kind of gal. It's the hockey. It's the hockey part of me. You will appreciate that as your husband, like having to go to the rink in a suit, post game press conferences in, in nice attire. Although DK Metcalf snap, snap, snap. Okay. DK. Swagger. He replicated the Jordan outfit. Yes. And that is, that's the stuff that gets me. Music yeah. and any Jordan. Like, it looks it's, so damn good. I thought Jamal Adams looked good too. I even commented on his IG. Um, we just should take so a everyone, break. Yeah, we'll take a break and we'll tell you why it's okay to um, compliment players on how attractive they are because we say it in front of our husbands. More on that after the break. No, I meant the outfit, not how oh. hot they are. Oh no, I just complimented on how hot they are. More on me after the break. of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> um, hey, I just got a comment on my IG. Don't forget to check out Calm Down Podcast IG. Didn't hear Carissa say back to Joe, Troy, and Aaron. Ha <laughs> ha. I didn't hear it freaking yesterday either. I was about to be like, what the hell? Okay. Joe, I'm back, gonna, to okay. back to you. I'm going to, okay, good. I'm glad you brought How that up. This and who, who was this sweetheart that made that comment? Because I'm going to address it to them specifically. <laughs> an avid listener. Hold, please. Let me pull yep. up the name. Yeah. Hey, it's all in a name. You want a name? Smooth Sit the Hoosier. Who was it? Smooth Hoosier. Yeah. Uncle Smooth is his, uh, Uncle Smooth is his uh, name. He's Fresh Prince of Indiana. When you see me, you see love. Pacers gang. I-U-B-B, I-U-F-B, and Colts Nation. Okay. I just like that he pays attention. Fantastic. Well, I love him. And I will address that. Because now there are four of you. It's Joe, Troy, Aaron, Tom. I mean, I don't have time for all these names. The highlight's over. I mean, (laughs) by the time I get all the names in, I don't know if I need to give a a shout out to to Z, to Russo. I mean, so I did get one in, though, with all of you. And you that was did? Because, I didn't I hear did. that. I got one in. It was the second um, because I actually thought about it because I had just been sending it back to Joe and I was like, I'm going to get one in here with all of these characters. But it was when it was the Kansas, the second Kansas City highlight with when I knew that at that point, because I'm trying to be cognizant that like your audience doesn't need to hear about my highlights if the game is really good. It's like, get this chick out of here. We care about our game. But when it was a total our game blowout, wasn't good. <laughs> When it was a, right, so when it was a total blowout, it was a foregone conclusion that the Saints were going to win handily. I was like, let me take my sweet time on this little highlight and make sure we get them all in. But yes, thank you yeah. for noticing. But yeah, that is that's another thing. You guys, are, you, Tom and um, you, both being on the sideline. How does that change actually for you? Does that make your workload easier because you're working just one sideline, or is, how does that work? It does make it easier, but you still, I mean you're still on the calls for the Saints. You're still reading the articles because you need yeah. to know, right? You need to know that Marshawn Lattimore is coming into the game with yeah. a knee injury. And then how about that freaking guy? He hurts his wrist, gets x-rays, comes in, still <laughs> makes a big play and Stupid. gets paid yeah. right after the game. I mean, gosh. Yeah. Um, it is funny though, and people don't know this, but because you have great relationships with some of these coaches and, you know, I, Sean is awesome. He texts me after the game. Well, I texted him and I was just like, awesome job. So happy for you. And um, again, that doesn't mean I wouldn't be texting Matt LaFleur and any of those guys. You know, you just, you develop relationships with yeah. these people. And um, oh, over how many me, years? I mean, my God, how long have we known these people? I mean, yeah. and I know his daughter really yeah. well and she's in the industry and, and all the things. And um, you end up being at events with them and stuff. And he, t- you know, talks to my husband all the time. But, um, he wrote me back and he goes, yeah, maybe next time you'll pick the right sideline. So it starts getting to be like that. Like people do that all the time. And and Saints PR did that to me too. Well, maybe next time you choose the winners, you know, and you would think, and I tell Jared about it all the time. He's like, why do they give a shit? I'm like, they don't. But then sometimes in the playoffs, they start really getting superstitious and they're like, well, wait a second. You were Mm -hmm. on our sideline. How are you not on our sideline again? Sorry, babe. I keep cutting you off. Um, how do you decide who were you on um, Green Bay's because you did the Rogers interview or how does that work? 
Yeah, I, I was selfishly because I had, you know, I had been given this opportunity to sit with him. And so mm -hmm. I kind of figured if I'm going to sit with him during the week and they're talking about Aaron, yeah. I mean, I can add so many times yeah. from things that weren't used in our conversation yeah, or on the, on the feature on, that was actually on TV. So yeah, so that's what I did. But Tom's great. I love having Tom. I worked with him at college game day when I was on ESPN. And one thing that kind of separates him is just, we are such a team like we'll text during the game and you know awesome. even when he goes to get Jameis or last year when I was doing interviews or he would do interviews we would be like hey what do you think about this question or what do you Love think it. about this it's cool it's it's very much like a team and I really appreciate that about him and he got off the field yesterday and he goes god I kind of forgot how long you have to stand because you <laughs> really are standing out there for four hours yeah like, oh yeah why do you think I have spider veins hey if there's a if there's a group that wants to do a spider vein promotion too on our podcast I am dialed in I love you not only have you done Inject that a little saline oh have you ever done that before no but I think I'm gonna have to do it after the season's over I'm starting to get a few spider veins on my legs but I feel like I feel like that that was from dancing, though, too. Wasn't that a lot of from... No? Or you just think I think I just have poor circulation and it doesn't help. And oh. I probably need to be better about getting off my feet and wearing compression pants when I'm on a plane. Um, absolutely stinking and dehydrated and, you know, whatever. I want to wear compression pants on a Wednesday. I feel like those things are great. I love no? compression mm -hmm. pants. I'm actually going to buy some new ones right after we get Where off Where do you here. buy them? Oh, just online. Jared has some good ones that they used to wear on the plane when he was playing to kind of save your legs and keep them fresh. But the only problem is with wearing compression pants when you travel is like that doesn't need to be your main pant. And then if you put a pant over it, it like just is a lot of clothing to wear, you know? Speaking of gear, um, I know that you saw it because you texted me, but how about Terry with, uh, I'm wearing the comfy brace while I'm doing highlights because I'm, I'm so jealous. I'm sitting there. For I was telling Troy about it when I saw it. I said, oh, Chris is wearing her brace. And he's like, does it help? And I was like, well, I don't, as soon as it gets cold, I'm going to start wearing it on the sidelines. At five hours, I'm sitting there, but longer than that. How did, how'd it go? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, we get off our, well, we get off our set at either shows from eight to nine uh, Pacific standard time. And then I usually just like go grab coffee or whatever. I actually did something yesterday that involved you, cutie. But right. that's for a later time. It's just like a little surprise. Nothing crazy. But anyways, well, this is a nice surprise. surprise. A real nice surprise, Cousin Eddie. So then I sat back down and then I sit there from 10 till 3. We, I actually had, which I really oh, I already liked. know what it is. I knew you did it. Thank you for doing it. I wanted to say so much more, but then I was like, I don't know this audience. Anyways, I, I presented Erin with an award that she gets. It's a major award. Um, it is. And, and uh, for Ajile. And it's, um yeah, and I'm very happy for her. But I, I didn't know what the audience was because they seem like classy people. So I just like kept it really professional. But anyways, congratulations on that. It's Thank a great award. Well-deserved. And um, yeah, so sitting there. So I was like, I got to put my brace on. And those of you guys that don't know, Erin started wearing this brace to help with her posture. And so then I ordered one off Amazon. The best $12 that I ever spent because I just like subconsciously would hunch yeah. over. So I put it on and Terry, like he normally does, wandered over and he was like, what are you wearing? And I said... <laughs> What? And he goes, is that a backpack? And I go, oh, I forgot. I had my comfy brace. I forgot the name. I shouldn't say that. I go, I have my brace on. I said, Aaron turned me on to this. And he said, let me try it. So I put it on him and he was loving it. He was like, I didn't know how comfy I was until I put this on. He did like a whole little bit for you, but it was really funny. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's and what we do. And how is the studio? While you're busy working, we're wearing comfy braces. Um, that's the great. Studio was good. I was so happy like you were just to be back. You know, football season is our favorite time of the year. And we have a new yep. crew this year. So no comment. Yeah, how'd it no go? Comedy. Good. Charles Woodson is now um, on our set. And so is Schrager. He's back in studio, which makes me happy. So that was good. You know, it's always week one. It's like macro conversations, but it was um, nice to just be yeah. back there and not as many restrictions. Still COVID protocol, of course, getting tested and all that. But it was better than last year and, and all of the sort of red tape that came with that. It felt like a little bit of old yeah. time. So that was fun. And I mean, there was a lot of great games yesterday. I was happy. I mean, every team in the NFC West won. The Seahawks won. Arizona yeah. won decisively. San Francisco, the ending of that game, I know you don't, don't get to see games because you're working on No, I was just about to say, who did they play? It's so Holy hard. Shit. You're so locked in. San who Francisco, did they play? Detroit. And they were like yeah. blowing them out. And then Detroit, two minutes left in the game, E., 
24 points they scored. They they closed a deficit of 24 points in two minutes and almost won the game. It was stupid. It was like very classic. Detroit oh was gosh. like fans were probably like, oh my God, we're gonna like come back and win. And then, you know, Jared Goff wasn't able to complete a pass on fourth down and fourth and six or something. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was a good game. The Chiefs speaking of oh, Chiefs, yeah, that was insane. You were cutting in nonstop with that. That was, you know, the Browns, the Browns are the sexy team to pit because every, the Browns have you know, been terrible for, for decades and now they're going to be a really good team. I know when we talked to Kevin Stefanski during our quarantine Q&A last, love him. love him. This is how classy he is. He's the guy that's like all team. All off season, he wouldn't do an interview. He wouldn't do a commercial. He wouldn't do anything because oh, really? he was like, yeah, he was like, this is about the team. I'm team centric. I don't need to be out here like talking and doing anything other than like what, you know, what's in it for the team kind of a deal. So the Browns are good. Clearly they showed that yesterday, but I'm not, in, let me, um, Baker Mayfield tweeted something out and I just have a problem with people. Look, I love being confident in yourself and all that kind of stuff. But I'm a little bit more interested in like humility until you've earned the right to then be boisterous. Like Tom Brady now, like doing his fun, like stories or that kind of stuff or his like IG confidence. The dude's earned every goal. Yeah. Like every second of that. But if you haven't won anything yet, like let's take it easy. And just about like, you know, this is like hype video of whatever. And that's cool. Like that you, you know, are confident for your team as you should be. But I'm like, dude, win something first. Anyways, that's just my so thought. So did he put out a hype video kind of like Tom and Aaron and all the guys yeah. do? Yeah. And, and like after but, they lost? No, or before, before. Before. I think that's all the marketing branding thing that guys are doing, you know? Yeah. But I, oh. I get what you're saying. Interesting take. I don't know. I'm just like, I, I feel like action should speak louder than words. Like, throw that up after you win. Like, you want to talk a big game, you know, beating the Chiefs, but like, I don't know. Anyways, I digress. Hmm. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. (laughs) 
You want to talk about talking a big game and what seemed like a big game. And I was only watching it from my phone as I had just landed in Dallas and then was getting on a flight from Dallas to L.A. last night was Bears at Rams. It looked like a freaking party at SoFi. And my husband was there and Kelly Stafford was nice enough to have Jared in their box last night. So sweet. And I just kept texting him like, how is it? How is it? And Jarrett said, you know, he's playing his ass off and he goes, they're just so nervous in that box. And I can't, I can't even imagine, well, I can't imagine because they, Mm -hmm. they gave up so much for him. It's his debut. The Mm -hmm. fans are there. Good for Matthew Stafford. I mean, I've seen so many pictures today of him smiling. I think Sean McVay was smiling bigger. And I heard our friend Colin Cowherd say this on his show. It just looked like a freaking party. And that's Mm -hmm. what LA should be. That's Awesome. I'm so freaking pumped for the Rams. That's awesome. Here's the thing about that too. And I was watch- as I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, here's a guy, I think Matt, uh, Matthew's in the 13th year in the NFL. And, and he was a class act while in Detroit. Oh, didn't have, you know, the defense was, was good his first few years and had some weapons. But like Al Michaels brought up a great point on the broadcast. He was like, he, Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders left this organization early. Matt Stafford didn't have to leave this organization early. He asked no. to stay. They didn't put a deal together. He had every right to move on and go, you know, try to try to win with a different organization. But when you leave after that long, and I was even talking to Indomitian Sue about this in the interview that I had with him. He was like, I wanted, to, I wanted to stay in Detroit. But anyways, things didn't work out. When you have an opportunity, so then Indomitian Sue leaves Detroit, obviously his lineage, whatever, goes on. But when you win somewhere else, I am so rooting for Matt's, Matthew Stafford to win with the Rams because when you yeah. haven't, you've been with an organization and you're so used to losing, you know, know. for them to go and like, and for McVay, um, they also brought up on the broadcast that this is Sean McVay is only 34 years old or 35 years old. Like I they're know. basically like teammates. And so what he, what Al Michael said, which was awesome. I think he goes, he said, McVeigh was looking for a partner, not a student. And I thought that wow. was interesting. I mean, like he didn't want to have to teach and nothing against Jared Goff. Look, uh, you know, he's a very formidable quarterback and I hope he has success yep. in Detroit. But just for Matthew Stafford to have success in LA after coming from Detroit and being used to losing, you know, over and over again, I think I'm really, not I think, I know I'm excited for them to oh, do well. so excited. that. That has my Seahawks. And the Seahawks looked good yesterday. So that whole division, top to bottom, is really good. Yeah. Also, I was happy to see Joe Burrow. I'm going to go and interview him this week, actually. On oh, good. Thursday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sitting down with him. Of course, all you know the hype with him coming out, well-deserved what he did at LSU, and then the injury. So I'll look forward to it. You know, there was a lot of young guys and different quarterbacks with different teams. I mean, yeah. I'm just excited. How long is this podcast? We could keep going. I know. I was kind of, and I said it to Jarrett today, I was kind of thinking about, well, you know, bringing this back to Aaron Rodgers, you look at Tom and what he's thinking about Tom going there and having success. And not that he can't have success with Green Bay, but if he's, you know, having this big of a problem with the front office and then him going to the Rams and having success, uh, you know, Stafford going to the Rams. But, But then that's where I'm tripping myself up in my head right now. He's got a lot of tools right there. He has a ton of tools in Green Bay, a lot of weapons. So, you know, they really think they are close in Green Bay despite of what happened yesterday. But, yeah, I'm pumped for Matthew Stafford. I'm pumped for Kelly Stafford. Uh, Two things about that. You know, I – what was I going to say? Gosh, it just escaped me. Oh, Colin said today, um, uh, Monday, and I know this is running on Thursday, but he just said Matthew Stafford feels big. He feels like he should be in L.A. Like, Jared Goff, Mm -hmm. yes, you're going to win 10 games with him, but Matthew Stafford feels like an L.A. player, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. really cool. And um, I just, oh, Sean McVay, I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago about Matthew Stafford, and and I just said, you know, I had a chance to hang out with him and his wife in Montana, and McVay said, if you don't like Matthew Stafford, something's wrong with you. I mean, it's just a good freaking dude. He is. Same with her. Um, And yesterday they took a shot during the broadcast. They were talking about, you know, Matthew moving to LA and they did a split screen and it was a blonde on the other side of the screen and good catch. I think it was her best friend, Jarrett said. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. And so they good catch by them. They didn't say somebody in the truck or whatever had taken that shot. Like, 
assuming that that was Kelly. It was a hot blonde. And so then later on, they went to Kelly in the box and they were like, that previous picture wasn't Kelly Stafford or whatever. And so we were talking before we got on, like, would you care if, if your husband, like if there's a split screen of Jared on the ice and they take a shot of someone other than you, like, would you care? Would you be upset about that? I'm like, Kelly is like so chill. She could care less about that. Yeah, I don't think I would care. I mean, no, no, it, whatever. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. And it happens all the time. You know, people, they, they do it sometimes with players, which is nuts. Like they get the wrong player on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know that's so funny, but I'm pumped for the Rams. We have that, uh, we have that big, big matchup with Tom Brady coming to play the Rams in two weeks. So I'm very much looking forward to that. We one. need it's to get Kelly good. Stafford on here. She's got a new podcast, I think. Yeah. And for you anyone should. that does, doesn't follow her, she's hysterical. She was in her kid's cheerleading hysterical. class or whatever the other day. Oh my God. She's got a whole issue with another kid in that class. And like the, like they're being whatever. Anyways, if you don't follow Kelly Stafford, you should. And she has yep. a podcast, so we should get her on for sure. But in summary, like we are just it's clearly, if you can't tell from it's like the day after Christmas, and we're like, but wait, before we go, I want um you because again, I didn't get to talk to you before this podcast deliberately. You said something about you were really loud when you came home last night. What was that? Oh about? my god, you know who's not excited about football season? My husband. Because, like, so last night I get home, I land like around whatever 11. We're really lucky we're by the airport. So I get in into the house about I almost think this is him coming in. He could reenact it. Yeah. I get in at 11.45. He, you know, leaves a light on. Couldn't be better. Howie's with him. Howie, I try to make a lot of noise when I'm coming in the gate oh. with the car service so he doesn't do the Because that's what Mommy. our dog does. When, you know, anyone walks in, he gets very scared. So Protective. I... I'm trying as I'm, you know, rolling through the front of the, before I get to the entryway, make a lot of noise. So Howie's like down in the entranceway waiting for me. Cutie. And so um, I open the door and right away, and I know he's on the bed with Jarrett. And I'm like, oh my God, sorry. So he runs down. I open up the door so he doesn't pee on the floor and he's crying outside in the front of the house. Because he gets so excited he pees. Yeah, Yeah, he pees and everything. Yeah, it's bad. So I'm like, sorry. So I walk back in and then Howie goes right back upstairs to daddy. Like, that's what he does. He doesn't wait down for me. He comes. So I'm hungry. I also... As you can tell from our podcast, I show the cheese I'm eating, uh, the IG, and then, um, you know, I need some fluids because I it was so freaking hot in Jacksonville. So I'm doing my thing downstairs. I get upstairs. At this point, it's about 12.15. Get upstairs. Go to the other room. I try to open my suitcase because my skincare products are in there, like my pills, all that stuff. My zipper's stuck. And I cannot open it. And I'm like doing anything I can. I'm like shoving stuff in there. I cannot open it. So it's 1230. I'm still sweating. I stink. Finally, I roll the suitcase into our bedroom and I'm like, babe. And he's like, yeah. I was like, can you help me with my suitcase? I can't get it open. He needs to be on the ice at 7.15. So he's like, yeah, babe, gets up in his undies and he's like trying and he's like, and it's me undies, obviously. Yeah, I'm me undies. <laughs> and he opens it up so easy. And I was like, thank you. And he's like, no problem. Yeah. I roll back into my room. I go and I grab my stuff. Then I bring it into our bathroom. I go to set the alarm. Well, I set it accidentally without the delay. So it starts going beep, beep, beep. Shit. Beep. I'm like, sorry. Too. Then I go into the bathroom. I knock over this huge metal trash can. It's like, boom. Strike three. It's 12.45. I'm like, sorry. I love you. Turn on the shower. Knock over the shampoo. Like, hold on. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Jared's like, geez. I, like, I need to start getting ready in the other room or to go and to bed. And football but... season has Hey, she's here. She's home. Mommy's home. I love it. The kick's up and it's good. I'm so excited that football is back. For those listeners that don't know a lot about football or don't care about football. I know. I was thinking about that. Then tell us what you guys want. Like, what's interesting to you? Because I'm I'm guessing if I don't care about football, like the behind the scenes stories of like you at the shop or like your travels or whatever. Let us know on our Calm Down podcast. I swear we look at all of that. Not to we mention... Do. That if you follow Aaron or I on our normal IGs, we do a lot more nonsense. And Aaron, you're better about this. I'm going to be better about it too. You put more on your on the calm down IG than you would on your regular one. So if you want to like that better the scene stuff, then make sure you follow us on that 
platform. I'm so excited that football's back. I love you. I'm glad you're safe and sound. And where are you headed this week? I love you too. Um, I head on a plane on Wednesday because we have our first Thursday night game Giants at Washington football team. So sad about Ryan Fitzpatrick and his hip. He's already put on the IR for that. Oh, God. I know. I I talked to Logan Ryan and Saquon Barkley tomorrow. I'm excited to talk to them. And it's already like pedaled to the metal for me tomorrow. It's like, or today. It was like reading Giants. What? I forgot. I thought you'd started Thursday night on in week three. No, we do it on the NFL Network for two, three weeks. Um, Okay, well, great. Well, then you already have a busy week and here to support in any way I can. Thank you guys for listening. But I'm home this weekend. If you and Traeger want to go to dinner on Saturday. Say no more. I'm putting this on a text chain now. Um, week one. Can I give a calm down award? Calm oh, down shit. award to the fans that were jumping over Do the stands, broke our audio table and our audio equipment, and then got wrestled to the ground by cops. And then those two fans that ran into one ran into the blue tent with Lucas Patrick, which I got so pissed off about, and then ran into where the Green Bay Packers were trying to shake hands with the Saints. And I got so scared and ran and told Green Bay security, and they had to run and wrestle him down. Stay in your seats. Don't do stupid stuff. Be excited you're back in the stands. Don't cause mayhem like that because you're going to go to jail and you also could hurt somebody and don't do that. You ruin it for everyone and piss me off. And to the same asshole that ran out on the field during the Yankees-Mets game, oh, I'm sorry <sighs> that this is a game that is a total tribute to the victim of 9-11 and it has to be about you. So you calm down too, buddy. Yeah. Calm down and enjoy that you're back. Don't yeah. ruin it for don't everyone. Don't ruin it for everyone. Exactly. Bye. Bye. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply.